you for joining me for another episode of The Unearth Life. I'm your host, Melanie Burton. As a life coach, I have been introduced to interesting theories on how to live a life with intention and mindfulness. The journey of life coaching has led me to a realization that Jesus serves as the ultimate life coach. It's fascinating to discover that the core principles of life coaching align with the foundations of Jesus's teachings, emphasizing belief, encouragement, and creating space for personal growth. The Holy Spirit within me resonated with this, recognizing the parallels between life coaching concepts and biblical wisdom. Today, I'd like to introduce you to the 108010 theory, a perspective that in the big picture, it is rooted in biblical principles. This theory draws inspiration from leadership philosophies, exploring how human thoughts and behaviors shape a life's trajectory. It advocates for a balanced and healthy approach to navigating our thoughts, emotions, and healing processes to move us forward each day. The 108010 breakdown suggests that 10% of our focus should be on acknowledging and healing the past, 80% on present mindfulness and actions, and the remaining 10% on contemplating future hopes and dreams. So let's look at the past. In the Old Testament, God serves as a teacher and disciplinarian, guiding his people to learn from mistakes and offering grace in their journey. I often think of the story of Lot's wife with this concept. In Genesis 19, angels visited Lot, his wife, and daughters, urging them to leave Sodom and do not look back. Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. When God provides for our forward movement, it is often better not to dwell on the past, but to have faith and keep looking ahead. This includes processing who we are in light of what has happened to us. Granting ourselves permission and space to feel the pain, sorrow, and grief from the past allows us to validate our truth in it. Yet, we need to be aware that dwelling too much on the past can lead to fixation on pain and regrets. If you frequently find yourself immersed in thoughts of past traumas and the what-ifs, it might be beneficial to process these feelings with a counselor or a therapist to prevent them from negatively affecting your present. Doing life from our unhealed places makes it challenging to be mindful and at peace, but we have the hope of Jesus. The glorious promise of Jesus is that we don't have to remain in our hurt with him. We are forgiven for what we did not know. We are forgiven for the mistakes we made. We are forgiven for how we hurt ourselves and others. Jesus eagerly waits for us to approach him with a surrendered heart, ready to forgive and carry us forward. It's not about forgetting, but living in the assurance that we are forgiven. This is his love for us. God sees us in perfection because of Jesus. I invite you to dwell in that truth. Hebrews 8.12 beautifully encapsulates this concept. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. One of my favorite passages is Isaiah 43.18-19. It encourages us to let go of the past 
and embrace the new things God is doing. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The message version provides a vivid picture of this idea. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. It's making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. This is who God is. Do you see it? He is doing great things. He is asking us to go forward in excitement with him. With courage, we acknowledge what we have done and been through, but we don't have to make it a part of our identity. That is not who we are anymore. When reflecting on our past hurts and misunderstandings, invite Jesus into those memories. Ask him where he was. Ask him to tell you or show you. This simple yet powerful tool can be used anytime. Putting this tool into action with God is a healing practice, a conversational prayer with your Father, aligning your spirit. Start by clearing your mind and physical space of distractions, unifying your mind and heart with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Then get quiet and think about a place, a situation, or people that you would like to ask Jesus to help you with. Then simply ask, where were you and where are you now, Jesus? Sometimes his response comes as a word, words, a picture, or a feeling of emotion. He desires to meet with us and heal our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit, Jesus encourages us to ask, surrender, and experience redemption. Over time, this practice enables the ability to let go. It is how he loves us by rewriting our stories from his perspective. Receiving that love of rescue and confirmation is where transformation can begin. Our history is crucial, and spending time in reflection allows for healing and understanding, providing a foundation for a more content present. The past 10% grants us permission to accept ourselves, flaws and all, fostering an environment for positive change in our current outlook and behavior. This propels us toward a healthier present. Now, let's explore dedicating 80% of our time to embracing the present moment, focusing solely on today. This commitment allows us to immerse ourselves in the beauty of our surroundings and the company of those around us, making deliberate choices that bring goodness and peace into our lives. We should be devoting 80% of our time and energy and mindful awareness, cherishing each moment, be it minutes, hours, or days. I say should, because maintaining this practice daily is challenging. The world is chaotic with temptations to seek mental refuge in various distractions, such as phones, apps, games, hobbies, or activities, I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes we need to detach from an overwhelming reality. Nevertheless, we must be conscious of the time we spend or sometimes waste on activities that don't contribute to the qualities of life we aspire to. 
While a restful escape is not always bad, I encourage you to find something that brings life to your body, soul, and mind. Whether it's a hobby, a specific place, or a quiet time, reflecting at the end of the day enables greater awareness and gratitude, helping us filter what we may need to surrender today to move into a better tomorrow. Jesus spoke of our present minds and not to worry about the future, like in Matthew 6, 34. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Choosing to find the good and joy in our days is a deliberate decision. Prioritizing what is best for our hearts is a form of self-care. Regular emotional check-ins can transform thinking patterns and create the vulnerability to be honest with ourselves. This process enables an intimate space for God to communicate directly with us through the Holy Spirit. This is through conversational prayer, remembering to pray continually without ceasing, as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Jesus intimately knows our unique minds and hearts and guides us into his love by revealing what our hearts truly need. Listening for his voice and promptings becomes an invitation to embrace his care and love. Where is God's love today? What does it look like? Discovering God's love in the present moment involves inviting him into your day, recognizing the people or situations he places in our path, and being open to acts of kindness or love. This practice of mindfulness and union with the Father not only deepens our connection with him, but also allows us to experience the joy of engaging with his love actively. Choosing to fix our gaze on God apart from the distractions of the world minimizes the interruptions to living with him and for him. This consistent practice becomes a way of receiving God's love with gratitude for his playfulness and unwavering presence in every minute of every day. Scriptures such as Philippians 3.13 to 14 and Lamentations 3.22 to 24 illustrate this timeless wisdom. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Christ Jesus. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Do you hear his love in this? Steadfast love never ceases. His mercies never end and are new every morning. Jesus is the true map of a teacher through scripture. I reminded my kids of this verse often on our drive to school in the morning. It feels so redemptive and hopeful. A life lived present with the Holy Spirit will move us to strength and understanding of where to go in the future with desires and decisions. So let's talk about the future. The remaining 10% is reserved for envisioning the future, allowing space for dreams and aspirations. This forward-thinking perspective motivates us to set daily goals and strive toward a vision for our lives, fostering a sense of purpose and achievability. 
So what do we do with the future plans, hopes, and dreams? This is the most exciting part. We have permission to let our hearts move into these things with Jesus. Our faith in God's promises allows us to claim them for our lives. God has assured us of eternal hope through Jesus, and love, joy, and peace are ours through the work of the cross. We have everything we need to move forward with Him. The Holy Spirit serves as our guide. He intercedes for us, inspiring dreams, imagination, and growth of unique longings planted by our Father God. This gift grants us a relational, speaking, hearing, and moving communication with the Trinity, providing the confidence to make decisions for a fulfilling future. I want to share part of my story in this future perspective. It involves struggling to move forward about 10 years ago. Faced with the questions about my dreams and where I saw myself in one to five years, I felt blank and numb. The stress around me had not allowed space or permission to hope for something different. Through counseling, I explored and uncovered deep, lost places that needed to surface. During this time, a vision of God's love through prayer changed everything for me. It healed me. Realizing I could choose to dwell in love with Him to be fully known and receive His love deeply gave me permission to let my heart find joy in dreaming, hoping, and planning once again. The power and life of God is the only way to get there. We also have incredible scriptures to remind us, such as Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Do you hear his love for you? What an incredible reminder. I think I need this one repeated to my heart daily over and over John 16, 13 highlights the role of the Holy Spirit in revealing the future and guiding us into truth. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. John 14, 1-3 sums it up well. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am, you may be also so what have we learned from the 10-80-10 theory? Rooted in biblical wisdom, this theory presents a comprehensive approach to leading a purposeful and harmonious life. It integrates lessons from the past, embraces the present, and envisions the future. How can we navigate life with His love and fully receive it? The power of God's love redeems our past, offering forgiveness for our sins as far as the East is from the West. Each new day unfolds as an opportunity to experience the presence of Jesus.
a love to eagerly anticipate. Every morning becomes a precious gift in our present, waiting to be unwrapped. But how does God's love show up in our future? He not only carries us through the journey, but also intervenes, providing hopes, dreams, and unique imaginations. While this does not always come easy to do, the 108010 theory serves as a helpful picture and recommendation. Ultimately, as believers, when our hearts are aligned and we dwell in communion with our Heavenly Father, we discover that His love encompasses our past, present, and future. God's promises extend towards a future filled with hope and eternal life with Him, embodying His abundant love. There is truly nothing more fulfilling than eagerly anticipating the promise of that future. Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, may we surrender all our past, present, and future to you, claiming the promises that are for us today and eternally, which is your love for us. May this love from you heal our wounds, make our hearts present to you today, and prepare all things with a hope for the future. Amen. Amen.